What is up? Welcome back to the Pack Center Podcast, your one-stop shop for anything Nevada athletics, episode 151. I am your host, Matt Hennepin. It is just me today. Um, Isaiah is not in the building. I gave him the day off. He will be back next week, hopefully, when we get into the football preview for the upcoming season. But for today, um, we're just going to recap some small things. Uh, soccer, women's soccer played their first game this week. Um, of course, we had the Olympics over summer with uh, Krista Palmer, Jeanne Lee Yu, um, the swim and dive coach for Nevada. And then, of course, JaVale McGee, um, former Wolfpack alum, JaVale McGee and Krista Palmer. And then uh, we'll, I'll talk a little bit about what's going on with the smoke um, and how Nevada's ne- the Nevada football team is trying to um, navigate that and how uh, the situation going on there. But first, um, Nevada soccer, women's soccer, did play last week. Um, they were picked to finish last in the Mountain West Conference in the preseason poll. Nevada fell in the opening match to Pacific 1-0. Um, Pacific got on the board with an early goal by Jada Nyby in the 28th minute. Um, Nevada only had seven shots. Three of them were on goal. Um, Pacific had doubled that mark, actually. They had 16 shots. Seven of them were on goal. Um, Kendall Stovall, um, who's back for her senior season, had 10 saves uh, on the evening. So, um not the best start for the Wolfpack soccer team, but it's something to certainly build off of. And then we have our Olympic team. Nevada was featured in the Olympics this summer. Krista Palmer uh, finished finished with the bronze medal in the uh, three-meter spring, springboard. She was the first American diver to medal in a diving event since Laura Wilkinson in 2000 and the first in the three-meter springboard since Kelly McCormick uh, got bronze in 1988. Um, so, I mean, that was a really cool moment. I thought it was really cool when she came back um, out the, I think it was at the airport, and they had, like, the fire truck spraying uh, hoses over the plane as she was walking out, and I thought that was just, like, a really cool scene, and there was a lot of really good shots, and there was a big crowd over there, too. Um, so, I mean, that was really cool. Uh, Jian Lee Yu, who has been the Nevada swim and dive coach for the last several years, uh, became the first female coach on the U.S. diving team. And she helped Palmer with her Olympic journey. And so, I mean, that was really cool. I mean, Palmer's been an assistant for a few years now. I think when she graduated in 2016, she's been an assistant ever since. So um, I, it was a really cool moment for both of them. And, of course, JaVale McGee, he was the last player picked to go on the U.S. Olympic team. He earned gold with the men's basketball team. He played in just four games, though, played four of the six games, averaging 6.3 points and 76% shooting. Um, he didn't get much playing time. He only got 6.3 minutes a game, or excuse me, five minutes a game. Um, so I mean, he didn't he didn't get a lot of playing time. But it was again his first ever Olympics. Um, McGee and his mom, uh, Pamela, who won the gold medal with the U.S. women's basketball team in 1984 to, after defeating South Korea by 30 points, um, they became the first mother-son duo to win. Uh, gold medals in Olympic history and so do I mean that's awesome and congratulations to JaVale um, congratulations to Krista Palmer and of course congratulations to Jian Lee Yu um, one of the best Nevada athletics coaches in program history really um, with everything that she's accomplished so congratulations to all three of them Um, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll talk some football be right back
And we are back. So for the second time, I'm I'm, I'm not going to get into too much football this week because I want to save it for the preview. I want my I don't want to regurgitate my takes um, and my predictions for this upcoming season. But it's time to address what's going on with the with the smoke that's going on with the Calder fire and the Dixie fire um, and, and how Nevada is navigating that situation. So it's really Jay Norvell and this team is really in a, like a tough spot um, for the second time in two weeks, they have been able to go or they've been forced to travel to Stanford. Um, Stanford's welcomed them in um, the trip. Both trips actually probably have cost uh probably around $300,000. I mean, it was reported by Chris Murray of Nevada Sportsnet that the first trip cost $150,000. Um, they spent the entire week there last week, and we, I mean, they're doing the same thing this week. I mean, I'm recording this on Wednesday, August 25th, and so they're over there right now practicing. So I'm assuming it's around the same price. If not, then, well, that's still a lot of money. Um, they're in a really, they're in a really tough spot because, I mean, there's, pretty horrific air quality right now over here. I mean, um, I think I checked yesterday, the Dixie fires not even half contained. And then the Calder fire, which is south of, I think Southwest of Lake Tahoe um, is barely 10% contained. I mean, I'm sure those figures have updated recently, but it's still, the air quality has still been bad. It's still probably going to be bad for the next few weeks. At least I, that's my guess. Um, I'm not a meteorologist. So, I mean, I really can't pr- predict that per se, um, but it's still been really bad. And, I mean, Norvell talked about it a little bit this week, how, I mean, really, there, there's nowhere else to go. I mean, you can't go to a neighboring high school around here. You can't go to Churchill. You can't go to Douglas. You can't go to Elko because, I mean, those are all areas that are affected by smoke. And then you can't go south because, I mean, Vegas is a little bit in that, like, ter- smoke territory um, from some other fires that are in. Uh, southern utah and in california as well so i mean it's not as bad over there but i don't think they would want to make the eight hour drive i mean stanford's only four hours away four and a half hours away probably five hours by bus so four to five hours away so it's probably not as expensive to go to stanford um and i mean i also on a side note it's also kind of funny how i mean i don't think this is the reason why they're doing it but it's still coincidentally how stanford's like an arch rival of cal and nevada's playing cal the first week so I think that's kind of funny. But anyways, it's still an unfortunate situation that Nevada's been forced to be in. I mean, Norvell said they got 100 team reps in last week, and it's some of the best work they've gotten over the summer because of this air quality. Um, I'm assuming that's a, good, that's a good sign. Maybe this could be a good thing for Nevada in a sense um, because, I mean, they're bonding together on the, on the trips there and back and even while they're in Stanford, and then um, they get much better practice quality I mean, and Stanford's only an hour away from Cal. So, I mean, so I, th- I guess they get used to the conditions a little bit. I'm guessing it may, might be smoky over there, at least a little bit, but I completely no idea. It's just Nevada's in a really tough situation right now. And it's not even just them that's being affected. I mean, women's soccer had to move to had to move their contest. It was announced Tuesday that they had to move their contest to UC Davis. It was originally supposed to be in Reno, but with these kind of circumstances that they're in they had to switch locations um and that'll be on thursday but and good thing is that nevada's first home game isn't until september 11th so that's two and a half weeks away and so it's not hopefully the air quality can 
like get better by then. Um, but you really don't know because it's been going off and on these these fires. I mean, it was the Tamarack fire, then the Dixie fire, and now the Calder fire. I mean, these are all fires. I don't even know if that's all the fires, but these are the three latest fires that, that have really affected this area in northern Nevada. And, it, and it's putting Norvell in a really tough spot. And it's I wonder in the future, I mean, I know it's going to cost millions and millions of dollars for the university, but I really do wonder if they're going to put in an indoor practice facility because, I mean, the team might need it. Like, seriously, the team, because usually over the winter, I mean, Doug Newth talked about this earlier in the week, Norvell talked about it, but, like, usually it would protect for, like, the snowy and icy conditions of the winter. That's not the case right now. Right now it's smoking and has been smoked for the last few years, this year probably being the worst. Um, the Rim Fire in 2013, before Novell was even here, really affected the area as well. But it's still, smoke has still affected this area because of the, because of the geographically we're close to um, foresty Northern California area. So, I mean, wildfires are bound to pop up, but we're still being put in this situation to where Nevada might have to go to an indoor facility to get the best practice quality. Again, it's going to, like, De- I don't want to say deplete, but it's going to cost a lot of money to to build an indoor facility because, I mean, Nevada shelled a few million dollars on the Ramon Sessions practice facility for basketball and, I mean, for football, for an indoor facility. It could be, just to guess, ballpark guess, it could be 10, maybe 20, maybe even $30 million. So um, the university, which has struggled with uh, funds because of COVID-19, um, or at least they've lost revenue, um, would even have to shell out more money to build an indoor practice facility. So, I mean, it might be a long-term solution, but really the question is when. It might not be for five, maybe ten years, if that. I don't know. Um, but it's still something that has plagued Nevada at least this summer the most, but in past summers as well. A long-term solution that Norvell talked about was just – renting and implementing turf into the Reno uh, Sparks Convention Center. I mean, I know they walked through there on Monday before they left for Stanford, and they can't really practice. They can't really hit because of the concrete ground. I mean, people's bodies and, of course, cleats aren't meant for that type of ground. So, I mean, again, it just puts them in a really tough spot, and hopefully this is something that gets – just better soon. I mean, Nevada's first game is on the road at Cal. So, I mean, again, they get used to the conditions over there. Um, I've, I'm guessing it's much better than it is here, but that's a pretty low bar right now. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, this has been really kind of a really tough stretch, and I wonder how this affects the beginning of their season. I don't – maybe not too much, but you never know with these type of things. Um, at least they were able to find a place where they were able to practice or it would really be bad in that first week against a Power 5 opponent um, on the road. Nevada, Remember, Nevada left the state just twice last year. That's different this year. They're going to have many more road games against better opponents. That's just a fact. That's just how it is. Um, but anyways, that's, that's, all I, that's just my two cents on it. Um, that's all I got to add. I mean, I'm hopefully to have Isaiah back next week. Um, so we can break down the football season. Again, Nevada opens the season on September 4th against Cal, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, 10.30 Eastern on Fox Sports 1. So please stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening this week. I know this week is a much shorter episode than what we're going to be having throughout the semester, but um, fall semester's back. Uh, school started this last Monday. 
um and so we're still trying to iron out schedules and everything but uh, thank you for listening like and subscribe give us a five-star rating um go pack and see you guys next week